Welcome to the Two Face Podcast. Hey, hey. Buenas tardes. We're here. David, uh, you're going with linen today here. You guys, what, what kind of pants we get? i tell you what, that's uh, early summer. Just uh, reminding you guys about the cruise coming up in 2017. Oh, <laughs> nice. 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 Nice, David. That was not rehearsed, you guys. Want that to was take <laughs> someone uh, on a cruise uh, with Mercy Me and a couple other bands. Just Yeah. That could happen. It could. Yeah. Like January 15 or Well, it's something. like 90 degrees here. I know some of the folks listening to us are, are in I the know. like 40s. They're but in the teens as yeah. well. There's uh-huh. several cities in the teens. So still. Yeah. So you, you break out your linen. And I think John actually has a linen shirt on even though it's orange. Uh, that's right. Yes, yeah. yes, I do. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, just us and our, our Florida for Floridian weather here uh, in Arizona. Yes. So. Oh, my goodness. Early. And it caught you, Bill. Caught you with the allergies. Oh! <laughs> he doesn't usually sing on these podcasts. Bill has on a Panama Jack hat, just want you to know. <laughs> Not really. Oh, That's hard. That's hard when Not you get fun. allergies. Not my favorite yeah. thing in the world. Yeah. Wow. You know, we're, we're finishing today this tremendous set of chapters, John 13 to 17, where Jesus lays out so, so much. And we've just scratched it, just touched it. Um, we finish with a paragraph today that is kind of a summary yeah. of many things that Jesus expressed to his disciples and to us. So, David, yep. read please to Let's us. Let's start in verse 22. The glory which you have given me, I have given to them, that they may be one just as we are one. I in them and you in me, that they may be perfected in unity, so that the world may know that you sent me and loved them, even as you have loved me. Father, I desire that they also whom you have given me be with me where I am, so that they may see my glory which you have given me. For you loved me before the foundation of the world. O righteous Father, although the world has not known you, yet I have known you, And these have known that you sent me, and I have made your name known to them, and will make it known, so that the love with which you loved me may be in them, and I in them. Mm. May I repeat the conversation we had just before we went on? I was saying, oh, these verses, this foreshadowing of what's about to happen to us as a people, as a race. And Bill said, except many will miss it as though it was not there. And I, I, I stopped. I just said, when do they think it's going to happen? Mm-hmm. And, and you said, well, for many of them, it's off in the future, way in that kingdom future, well beyond now, and, and as an eschatological thought. I thought, are you kidding me? There's, there's a, a whole group of people in the body of Christ who do not believe that he is going to be in us uh, and is in us now who have put our hope in Christ. It's mm-hmm. astonishing to me. They give a biblical assent to it, but they don't believe it. Mm-hmm. And, and his, uh, his, the last verse, Bruce, you were talking about this whole process. He says that the love which was, with which you loved me may be in them and I in them. It's like this whole time we've been trying to share one huge theme from the theology of Jesus. Yeah. We are not who we used to be. Yeah. And because he has made us righteous, 
we have this reality. He and his love are in us. And the evidence that he is in us is the love we have for each other. And unity. That's yeah. it. That's yeah. it. It's like, no, no, that can't be true. can't be true. It's got to be something else. And we want it to be something else because, because that doesn't sound like that would be it. But his glory is in the reality mm. of the relationship he mm. has with God in love mm. and his decision in love to come and redeem us. That's mm. his glory. Mm. He did that for me. And, and that becomes our glory in, in the sense yes. that he says, the glory you gave to me, I've given to exactly. them. It's crazy. It is crazy. Exactly. It if is. Wanna, if you want to see the biggest example of the God of the universe, look at Calvary. That's mm. him. That's his. That's if There's no greater act of God than that. Because mm. that is the place at Calvary where the glory of God is known. It just, you just go, what? How can that be? And then, as you said in our pre-talk, we've minimized it. Somehow our theology has minimized what we just said. Well, John used that word, which I had no idea what it meant, eschatological. So I decided to look it up. Internet to the rescue. Let me read it real quick here. The Oxford Dictionary says it's the Department of Theological Science concerned with the four last things, death, judgment, heaven, and hell. In the context of mysticism, the phrase refers metaphorically to the end of ordinary reality and reunion with the divine, which means that what we're saying is everyone thinks this is a not now, but later. And what you're saying, Bill, John, Bruce, is this is a now, in fact. Is that what you're saying? Absolutely. The unity with the divine is now. Mm. Life of Christ in me. I can't believe I'm still working here. I should heretics. (laughs) That's what that's the that's the reality of the power of this passage, and it would. Recently, I was teaching something, and somebody said a phrase we hear a lot: "Oh, if I believe that would change everything." Do you know what? It does change everything. If I believe this, it does change everything. Nothing depends on me. Mm. That changes everything. Mm. I don't have to work at becoming anything. Mm. I am right now in unity with the God of the universe, and it never depends on my behavior. Mm. It only draws me to allow him to love me, right? which gives great freedom. So I'm never fighting against this. Yes. Now, in the Old Testament, God says, you know, I'm, I'm the Holy One, and my glory I will not give to another. What, oh, what does he mean? What is that contrast oh. between what he says there, I think it's in Isaiah, and... What he says here, what Jesus says here. What is new about this now? <laughs> Bruce, that's a great get. Thank you. Because um, his glory, as we know, was hidden from Israel. Because they couldn't see at the cross. Mm-hmm. And so he couldn't be known to them mm-hmm. like he's saying we are known to them. Mm-hmm. And we know his glory because of the cross. But they, they, he was always hidden from them. Even Moses, in wanting to see the glory of the Lord, all he saw was the kind of like the end of his garment. Mm-hmm. You remember that? Mm-hmm. And yep. and so and so, it's like in the Old Testament, they desperately wanted to see this mystery of knowing God and His glory. And, and in the New Testament, mm-hmm. He's saying the mystery's over. Mm-hmm. Jesus said, "I've come that you might have life, that you have it abundantly." And by the way. <laughs> You'll know the glory of God yeah. 
That's it. And and I'll experience it. And and again, Bruce, thanks for that verse because it would have been way beyond anything they could have comprehended that they would actually have unity with the God whose glory they could never see. Mm. Yes, oh, that's it right. Was, it's just uh, that, yeah. that would they would have laughed at us. Yes. So the reason this ministry exists is because a lot of us do not believe that he has chosen to share his glory with us. Amen. That a lot of us do not believe that the living Christ has given his life to us and is in us. Amen. And so we live a theology of um, s- statements and theorems and what position do you take on this side and this side, but we're not living out of the freedom, life, and health Amen. of this new life. It, it, Christianity has become a series of postulates and positions that you either agree with and line up with or not. Amen, John. Amen. And so if you live your Christian life, that your relationship with God is dependent on your behavior, you won't experience the glory of God. Mm. That's it. You won't experience it. It won't be free in you. You won't, you won't ever believe that the evidence of your godliness is love. You can't, you can't get there from here. You remind me of Paul's expression of what Jesus was sharing when he said in in Second uh, Corinthians, I think it was Second Corinthians three, that we are with the unveiled uh, face oh. are beholding the glory, and we are being transformed from glory to glory. Amen. Mm-hmm. Beautiful, uh, Bruce. A, a tremendous confirmation mm-hmm. of what Jesus is sharing here. Yeah. And if we don't believe that, we don't, like you say, get to experience it, and the people all around us don't get to see that reflection, don't Amen. get to see that that glory, because God has given us that glory, and if we can live authentically out of that, instead of, as you say, by behaviors trying to attain something, we will be able to reflect the actual glory of God, mm-hmm. because he has given it to us. And our reflection of it is our love. Yeah. Well, that just shows it's no small statement for someone to say that would change everything. Because <laughs> what Bruce just statement. said is like, that's kind of blowing my mind. <laughs> like, again and again and again, yeah. that that's true? That's so crazy. Jesus is, is summing up these four chapters with this profound reality. Do you believe who I have made you to be? Mm-hmm. Do you believe that? <laughs> if you believe who I've made you to be, then my love and my person in you will reveal the glory of God. And why would that be the source of our unity? Why would that create unity? Uh, be, because it's it's impossible to come to unity without experiencing love. It's just it's impossible. We the church has done it through doctrine. We have unity because we can sign the same statement of faith. Yes. But that doesn't create unity. I was in a group of Christians <laughs> that could sign this in there. They never experienced love. <laughs> but so that our love demonstrates a process that leads to unity. And one of the classes that we've taught for years, we need to understand that unity is not possible without processing conflict. And you can't process conflict without love. You can't <laughs> do it. <laughs> you know... As, as we finish this uh, this series of five chapters that Jesus has just given us, I wonder, John, if we you would pray for mm. all of us and all of those listening. Mm. We don't normally do that, but mm. I wonder if, if, if you would take the Lord's 
mm. prayer and words and just uh, mm. ask God to help us. Oh, Father God, uh, just uh, two weeks ago in Baton Rouge, uh, you know, I stood in front of this man who says, every single week I listen to you guys in this uh, high priestly prayer in John. And he says, it is changing my life. Mm. And Father, it is uh, profound to hear that. Lord God, um, you wanted in front of your men to have them hear what was coming. And this is it. And it is astonishing to still believe that we have missed it. That these words are for us on the day of Pentecost when the Holy Spirit uh, allowed Christ to live in us. This has been true since then. Oh, Father, would you allow us to be a people who no longer struggle and strive and grind and pretend and bluff with actualized righteousness. And that we would believe that we are Christ in us with all the attributes of goodness waiting to explode in love so that we could love each other. And as Bill just said, that our conflicts could be processed because we believe that the other is filled with your love and that I am filled with your love so that we can come to unity and the whole world gets to watch that which they hunger and long for and have not been able to taste, and that they would see it in us. Not just right doctrine, but right life. Mm-hmm. Oh, Jesus, how beautiful you are, how wonderful you are, how our souls um, thank you that we know that you live in us. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, thank you for this time that we've had in this passage, in this whole section of Scripture And for each of us, that we would continue through classes, through the CHTL, through all those other means that we have to embed these truths so that we are convinced of them. Not just convinced that a few other people believe them, but they are for us. Thank you, God. Thanks for this time and the authority of Jesus. Amen. Amen, Father. Amen. Thank you, John. Thank you. We will see you next week with a new topic i bet we will yeah <laughs> it's, is it a secret it, it is, is a mystery still <laughs> that's not a secret it's just we haven't decided <laughs> see you next week